Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Magazine's podcast. And today I have a very special guest. I have Miss Sarah Fideli, the Director of Communications at the American Heart Association in the Triad. Hey, Sarah. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Good to see you. You too. It's been we a long have been, time. It has, <laughs> but we have been working with you guys for, gosh, what feels like forever. At, at least, least over years. a decade. Oh, yeah. We are absolutely over a decade. Yeah, I love that. So this is very a timely episode it's releasing in the month of february which is national heart health month did yes. i say that right american heart month american heart yeah month. but yep that whole month and then also february 3rd february so, 3rd yep. wear red day wear red day tell national us, tell red us day. about that so it's really exciting so we always talk about um women's heart health go red for women is one of our um movements across the country it's actually a year-round movement but you know everybody kind of has their day and this yep. is our day so this is our it's february 3rd this boy's the first friday of every month of okay. every february and it's national wear red day so we encourage everyone to wear their red we encourage you to get together with your coworkers, with your friends with your family take a photo of you with your red you can share it on social with hashtag go red triad um we have great events in the market Anchors are going to go red. Buildings are going red. We're literally lighting the triad up red. I love that. Yeah. I love it. I think that um, it's just, you know, October is has breast cancer awareness. Mm-hmm. February is heart health month. Yeah. I think for women, of course, for men too, but for women, it's even more important because I think heart attacks can be such a silent killer. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. It, unfortunately, so we actually lose more women than we do men to heart to heart attacks, heart disease, yeah. um, which is something you don't normally think about. Sometimes it's kind of that old, um, it still kind of has that old belief that it's like the, the older white guy riding on the horse and he clutches his chest or his left arm and then falls off, yeah. you know, like in a movie type scene. And it's really not like that, especially for women. Um, women, they still can present with tightness in the chest if they're having a heart issue, but not always. It's not always pressure, it's not always tightness in the chest. Lots of times it's stuff that's harder to identify. So it can be shortness of breath. You know, normally you take the stairs, you know, up three flights for work and it's not a big deal, but you almost have to start sitting down and, you know, or normally you have energy all the way through to like 10 o'clock at night and you just go, 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 like we always do, right? Yep, yep. And, And then suddenly at 6.30 you're falling asleep on the couch, like exhausted tired. So shortness of breath, fatigue, um, profuse sweating that kind of comes out of the blue, Um, even nausea. And a cardiologist once described to me almost anything up above the waist. So it really can be, you know, back pain, any type of back pain. It can be an either arm, you know, numbness, things like that. Um, But there's so many different symptoms. And the biggest thing that we can do is just know that it's not just that pressure in the chest. Like, mm-hmm. don't wait for that pressure in the chest to call 911 or to go to an ER. Don't wait for that left arm going numb because women may present very differently. Yeah. And that could be a little bit too late if you're waiting till then. Like, absolutely. And then, so yeah. then the next question that always comes, Brooke, is like, then how do I know when yeah. I'm in trouble? Because, you know, women, you know, like most of us, we're really good at making excuses. Like, I slept absolutely. weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I must oh, have I'm just, something I'm bad. I'm just tired. I had a big day. <laughs> yeah. I was running after kids and work and all of their stuff. So we have, we're really good at, like, explaining it away and then just, you know, in true fashion, just pushing through. Like, yep. I'm going to get through the weekend and then I'll, I'll take a nap and, you know, whatever we're going to say. But, like, the biggest thing that so we tell people is know your body. And nobody knows your body like you do. So... You have to take note of those little things that are different. Like, I don't have any energy or 
I never have a problem. There's a sharp pain in the middle of my back. Like, what is going on? And then taking action and calling your GP if that's it. Yeah. You know, um, and if it's one of those other, you know, issues where it's, you know, it could be jaw pain. Mm. If you know you don't have a cavity going on and you're a woman and you have severe jaw pain, just go. Yeah. Just go. <laughs> well, and getting annual checkups and mm-hmm. knowing, and I think that another big thing is genetics, how big of yeah. a role genetics can play in it. Yeah. You could look very, quote unquote, healthy. Absolutely. And still be very capable of having a heart attack. Well, a lot of the things that comes down to is knowing your numbers, right? So, and what does that mean? <laughs> right? Knowing your vital health numbers. So you should know your blood pressure. One mm-hmm. thing we're really talking about a lot this February is, especially in the triad, is you should know your blood pressure as well as you know your weight. Yeah. You and know you should I mean? know at what's good blood pressure and what's right, bad blood right. pressure, which and I'm going to say I'm guilty of not knowing. They tell, they're like, yeah, your blood pressure is blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, 120 over 80 is your ideal. Okay. You know, anything over that, your physician's going to go, you know, your blood pressure is running a little bit high. What are you doing around you know, exercising more? Or how's your diet? Things like that. Anything higher than that, they're going to start talking about, if we get another reading like this, we're going to talk about medication. We're going to talk about this. So um, one of the, we have, we actually have a billboard campaign happening right now talking about blood pressure. And one of my, um, one of my favorite ones that we have that's up in the triad, it says high blood pressure is not the norm. Because you kind of have that. You're like, well, high blood pressure runs in my family. That yeah. doesn't make it okay. Yeah. This is, <laughs> it's a <little> bad. <laughs> this is not the check mark. It's okay. It doesn't pertain to me. It just means that you need to be more careful. Um, and the fact that high blood pressure doesn't really have any symptoms. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's where that name comes in of silent killer. Um, but the other numbers you need to know is, you know, what's your cholesterol? You know, if you haven't, here's a goal for everybody out there for um, February for American Heart Month. If you haven't had a physical in a while, if you don't know what your blood pressure, your blood glucose is, if you don't know what your cholesterol is, make a physician, make appointment, Yeah, you know, to go see your GP, um, whoever they may be and say, I just need my, my blood work up. I need to know what it is. Um, and then really just, you know, share the message. Yeah. That's our other big message for, for February is, you know, what's your family history? You know, it's not a fun conversation you have around like the Christmas dinner table or something. <laughs> You're like, so what did we lose Aunt Louise to? Yeah. Um, but when you know that family history, that's what you really need to know to know if something is something that you need to keep an eye out for, Mom. Yeah. We did an article in the February issue, which comes in today, on Pat and Pam. Yes. Who have, I love them so much, but they have lots of family history. Yes. And I would encourage you to read that article if you, uh, if you're listening, it's in our February issue and they beat heart disease, but only because they recognized the signs and took care of it in time. So yeah, great story. And I think they, they portray that too and keep it going with talking to, you know, their women relatives, mm-hmm. you know, so their nieces and things like that. So like they're, they're keeping that conversation going because family history matters. Yeah. Right. It makes a big difference. It does. My, uh, my grandfather had a heart attack. Um, he passed away, not from the heart attack, but a few years ago. And I remember uh, he called me and my mom <laughs> and he said, I think, you know, super calm guy. I think I might be having a heart attack. And we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, what? what? <laughs> so we like rush over there, take him, to, I take him to the urgent care in Clemens. And I thank goodness they I'm almost grateful I didn't take him to the emergency room because they were able to get him right in and yeah. told him within five minutes, like, yep, you're definitely having a heart wow. attack. And um, it just still kills me how 
calm he was. I'm like trying to like hold myself together, drive him to the hospital because he he knew. Yeah. You know, you know your body, like you said, well, better they than said anybody. Even like a sense that yeah. you can kind of get. There's just kind of that like um the kind of scientifically kind of like impending kind of impending doom. Yeah. Like you just kind of feel like something's not. This is not right. right. Not good. And that's actually when you need to be your own health advocate because mm-hmm. that's actually something that we see is, you know, when you feel something's wrong. And again, no one knows your body like you. So you may go to a physician, you may go to another physician and they go, no, it's all good. Of course you're tired. You have three kids and you just worked a 50 hour week. You're exhausted. You're, that's normal. And you go, but there's something more. It's not right. Yeah. And that's when you go to someone else and you check and you go something still like, can you, can you do an ECG? Can you do Something like something's not right. And you have to be your own advocate for that. Because some of that is just if it's not screaming alarm bells, you know, like like your grandfather was. Yeah. You know, if it's not screaming alarm that you are definitely having a heart attack. Like it's really um, you kind of have to shout from the rooftops that something's not right. And I need to try and find out what it is. Yeah, I think that can be I think that's such a good message, but it can be hard because we, you know, you don't want to think anything's wrong. And if mm-hmm. the doctor says you're good, you're like, well, okay, but you're so right. You have to be your own advocate. And if yeah. you have that, de- especially that female intuition, yeah. if you know something's not right, then you need to keep keep investigating. Yeah, And there's that, that, there's that part of that also that, <laughs> I had a survivor tell me this once, and I won't say her name because I didn't ask permission. But <laughs> like, she had told me this once in an interview, and it always kind of stuck with me. It's like, if your husband told you that, would you let him not go see the doctor? Or if your kid told you they had that going on, some kind of pain or something was weird, would you not? You would insist. You would drop everything. Yeah. And just about promise them the world that you would go and, you know. Yeah. Like, what a great analogy. Go check to the doctor right now. And yeah. then after that, we'll see, you know. Like, yeah. Hey, we'll take you anywhere. You'll get ice cream. Uh, you know, like, you'll promise anything. So if, if it's something that you would not let somebody in your in your life that you love pass up and just brush under the carpet, as women, we have to not do that also. Oh, my gosh. That's so true. You know. Just like when we're t- talking to yourself, like the self-talk thing. If mm-hmm. you, the negative self-talk, if you wouldn't say that to somebody else, don't say it right. to yourself. <laughs> right. If you wouldn't tell your sister, ah, it's nothing. Yeah. Then don't say that to yourself. Yeah. You know, so they're, I love they're really, that. they're hard messages, though. They're easy to say. Yep. Easier but they're hard messages to do. Absolutely. Right? So, Sarah, I want to know how, for one, how long have you been with the American Heart Association and what drew you to join the team? Sure. So I've been with the American Heart Association going on 16 years now. And um, really, it's it's about my kids. So I have um, heart disease and stroke run in both sides of my family. So Mm -hmm. I have a son who's 18, about to graduate, and I have a daughter who's 12. And I look at them and I'm I'm thinking about the things that, you know, they have facing them potentially. And how can I teach them to make changes now so that that doesn't have to be something they have to face in their future? Mm. So that's really what drove me to get involved with the American Heart Association is you're just that past family history. And I'm not letting that happen to my kids. How do I how do I change that? Yeah. You know, and in the end, it comes to how can I change that in my community? Yeah. How can their schools do different things? You know, what can we do in our off time on a weekend that has some activity to it? Okay, we're going roller skating. Let's go. Yeah. You know, so things that can make it fun. But hopefully um, my goal personally is that hopefully I can instill a love of some type of physical activity. Yeah. And um, my son loves to cook. So I'm like, what's something you can cook that's healthier? What's something that, you know, so... 
starting to give them kind of life skills that'll help them beat heart disease and stroke in the future. Mm -hmm. So what are some personal lifestyle changes that you've made over the last 16 years after from being involved with AHA um, to kind of make sure that you are doing everything you can to avoid heart disease? So, of course, everyone will say this. I could always lose a little bit more weight. Um, but what I've discovered over the last five years is I used to be um, a dancer way back. You oh, know? cool. So it feels like another lifetime ago. But so um, my biggest thing now that's so much fun is I've gotten back into Zumba, which is something I can do if it's in my schedule and three times a week. And I'm like, okay, I got three hours of exercise in. And it didn't feel like exercise. It was fun. Because I was dancing. Yeah. And there was fun music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think that's maybe a prime example of what I can do to, to kind of just show keeping it in there. You yeah. Know, like make it fun so you don't realize like you're exercising is a key to anything. <laughs> I'll tell that to Oh, everyone. my gosh. I tell that to everybody. I'm like, if you hate the exercise that you're doing, yeah. find something different. If you love soccer join a team like yeah. even as an adult like you don't have to be like I'm not in high school anymore I can't join a team like there are teams everywhere just something that makes it fun so it doesn't feel like work we all work enough yeah it, you know so what can I do that make it makes it so it doesn't feel like work but I know it's still good for my body it's still good for my heart absolutely yeah I love that so tell us about anything else that you guys have going on this month of February sure well so excited of course so on National Red Day that February 3rd so um we're having our triad Garrett for women luncheon and we're really excited because it's the first time we're bringing everyone together from the triad um the American Heart Association here in the triad has always kind of been here's our Forsyth County activities and here's our Guilford County activities as of January 1st we went we are all in it's all triad so we're going to have this amazing room. Um, it's going to be at High Point Country Club and um, starts at 1130. To, it's 1130 to 1. And it's really made possible. Like CVS Health is our national Go Red sponsor. And then Nova Health and Go Forth Pest Control are our lead sponsors to make the, the event happen. And we're just so excited. So there's going to be over like probably about 250 women all in red, you know, Love laughing, it. having fun, um, getting active. We have an amazing um, featured speaker who has, you know, uh, is worldly and she has an RN as a background. So Valda Boyd Ford and she is. Oh, I love her. I know her. funny. I yes. love Valda. So she is funny and she's going to talk about high blood pressure and like, why are we doing or not doing the things we should be doing? And in her true fashion, it's it's fun. It's international. And um, but it's going to be an amazing event. So I'm so excited to have everything come together as a triad because we're all in it together. Yeah. You know, so that's, that. that's really exciting. And then um, throughout the month of February, which you've probably heard, um, you know, with all the, the talk over the Buffalo Bills player um, that went down on the field mm -hmm. and CPR has been a huge push. But so Be the Beat is our is our focus for American Heart Month. And it's really about having one person in your household learn hands only CPR. Oh, it I takes, love that. It takes 60 seconds. You can even go just heart.org slash CPR and learn it. And it's just something that, you know, it's it takes no time. You don't have to worry about breaths. You don't have to worry about if you if you saw an adult fall, you don't have to worry about is it something I wanna I wanna put my mouth, you know, in connection to? Am I worried about germs or anything like that or catching something? It's seriously about if you see a um, an adult fall, you know, you check and you make sure the airway is clear and everything. They're not responsive, it's just hard and fast in the center of the chest. That's all it is. It's just Compressions. Wow. Only. 
So is there a link that you said you can look that up online? Yeah, just go heart.org slash CPR. Okay. And it's there's a video you can watch. It's so easy to do. It's better on the floor if you can move them on the floor. Um, but really, it's just hard and fast, center of the chest. And you can do it to the beat of staying alive. So we all know that beat. That's yeah. the right number of beats per minute. So you want to aim for like 100 beats per minute. Oh, my when gosh. You push and you just keep pushing. Someone calls for um, an ambulance. You get an AED if there's one around. Um, but really, that's immediate. I think that's Call awesome. Call one. press hard and fast in the center of the chest. Yeah. I love that. I think people, it's something that you don't want to necessarily think about, but yeah. unfortunately it's something that very well could happen in front of you. And so it's good to be prepared. Well, and 70% of the cardiac arrests that happen, they aren't in the hospital setting. So 70%. what does that mean? That, wow. that well, means yeah. they're people you work with or they're people that you live with or they're people that you play with. Right. Yeah. So when you're learning Hansley CPR, you're learning how to save the lives most likely of your family and your friends, you know, so 60 seconds and you can learn how to save a life. I, I think mean, that's well worth it. 60 seconds oh, of your time. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like make sure one person in your household knows how to do it. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is at that point, um, you might want to think that yeah. two people need to know it because if you're the one that has the problem, <laughs> well, or better yet, <laughs> better yet your, whole, your whole family, <laughs> yes, make yes. it a family activity. Absolutely. It'll be like, just, just keep pressing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was the one. But yeah, that, that's really the thing is so that you you have that to know. And then on that website, too, it talks about, you know, there's a good Samaritan law. So you can't you can't get in trouble for trying to save somebody's life. Yeah, they're already dying. Yeah. At that point, you know, time loss, brain loss. They're already they're already we're already losing them. So there's good Samaritan laws in place, so you don't have to be afraid of trying to help somebody. That's a good point. I never thought about you know, that. So it, yeah, yeah, because it used to be that people would be afraid if you were certified, right? That they, I'm not touching that because. But the thing is, is if you're certified, then you're certified to do it, right? Not to right. run from it. Yeah. Well, and there are things that that make it, you know, a little bit scarier. Like, do you can you break a rib? Yeah, absolutely. But, but is that better than dying, that's better than like dying? Right now. Yeah. <laughs> it, yes. Like this person is 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 you know expiring right now. Mm -hmm. So um, it's worth a broken rib. It's worth absolutely you know damage to the sternum. It's worth all of that, and the survivors will thank you for that. Yeah. You know they're like you broke my sternum, but you saved my life, and here's my <laughs> grandchild I never would have met. Yeah. <laughs> you know I never been able to meet. I love that. So um, but yeah, so but there's lots of information on that website. So just okay. heart.org/cpr and take 60 seconds. We will put that uh, yeah. in our show notes for sure. So I, I heard that you might be able to come to our Girls Night Out event. Yes. And have somebody there doing taking blood pressure. Yes. Is that true? <laughs> yes, it's true. It's true. Um, so we're really excited about that. Um, and February we'll have goodies 9th. for everybody. Yeah, February 9th at Twisted Pine. Come get yep. your blood pressure taken. Yep. Know your numbers. Know your numbers. And a good thing to know about blood pressure is, you know what, like even if you already took them that week, take them again because blood pressures are an average. Yeah. So you need to know it's my not dad just, has I took own, it once and it was fine. Like, <laughs> well, and it just depends on so many different things. Like, I, yep. you know, when you're at the doctor, you're probably a little more nervous than if right. you're at home. Right. Yeah. But if you're randomly walking around grocery shopping and you stop and you do it at the pharmacy, like it may be a different reading. So it's really about the average, yeah. what your average blood pressure reading is. So there's a lot of education around that. But we would definitely love to take your blood pressure at the Girls' Night Out. Those are such fun events. Yeah, we're excited to have you guys 
be there. That's going to be fun. Well, Sarah, I could talk to you all day. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you so much for coming on <laughs> well, thank and you. informing us. Um, I hope that at least some of the people that are listening will go learn CPR after, after listening to this episode. Oh, I so hope so. Thank you yeah. so much, Brooke. Thank you, Sarah. And we will see you at Girls Night Out. Wonderful. And that is a wrap for today. As always, you can find Forsyth Mags uh, on Instagram at Forsyth Mags. And all of our content is also on our website, ForsytheMags.com. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful. <laughs>